0: Welcome to The Solution Radio Show with Greg Backus. Our world is full of incomplete solutions, leaving people searching for more. God's only solution for all mankind, for all time, is Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. The Solution Radio Show will help you to grow in your relationship with God as your Heavenly Father. Your purpose is far greater than the day-to-day circumstances of life. Let's join Greg as he shares God's Word with us today.
1: Today on The Solution, we're going to look at the wonderful truth regarding the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Words mean something. Words can inspire and they can encourage, or they can cause despair and fear. The words of politicians, well, sometimes they move nations to action, while the words of some endeavor to instill fear and paralyze the hearers. The words of radio commercials, TV commercials, they persuade the hearer to purchase a product or to believe a certain way. We are inundated all day long with words, words we hear and words that we think. In my humble opinion, the three greatest words ever spoken, He is risen. And those words are from God's word. He is risen. Let's read the record in the Gospel of Matthew where those words are spoken by the angel of the Lord, and that's in Matthew chapter 28 if you'd like to follow along in your Bible. And we'll start out here by reading verses 1 through 7. In the end of the Sabbath as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. Now the Amplified Bible more accurately translates the beginning of verse one this way now after the Sabbath near dawn of the first day of the week the new day in the Hebrew calendar began at sunset uh, one day ended and the next began around dusk in today's teaching we don't have the time to go into all the detail of the timing of the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ but if we are willing to put aside religious tradition And look at the truth contained in God's Word. It is very clear that Jesus died on a Wednesday afternoon around 3 p.m. as the Passover Lamb the day before the high holy day of the special Sabbath that took place on the first of the month. Tradition teaches us that Jesus Christ died on Friday afternoon and that he was raised from the dead on Sunday morning. Well, tradition is not accurate when it contradicts God's Word. It's an impossibility to get three days and three nights from Friday afternoon to Sunday morning. It's not even possible to get a full two days and two nights. And the law that Jesus Christ fulfilled required that Jesus be dead for three days and three nights. And Jesus Christ, well, he came to fulfill all the law, and he did. He was dead, and he was buried for 72 hours. God raised him from the dead on Saturday afternoon, the weekly Sabbath, around 3 p.m. Saturday, near dusk, at the end of the weekly Sabbath, as we continue to read through verses 2 through 7, it's important to understand that they do complement and they fit with the other three Gospels in the recording of the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. These verses are a summary when considered in light of the other Gospels. Let's read these through that we might see the tremendous truth that Christ is risen. Continuing here in verse 2. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him, the angel, the keepers did shake and they became as dead men. There was a great earthquake, The angel of the Lord descended from heaven, and he rolled away the stone, and he sat on it. It says here, his appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were as white as snow. What a sight that must have been. The guards there, they were guarding the tomb to prevent anybody from tampering with it. Well, they dropped to the ground and became as dead men. They didn't move. They buried their heads. The angel rolled the stone away, and then the angel sat on it. You think anyone was going to be able to remove the angel and roll the stone back in front of the entrance? I don't think so. What a sight. What a moment that must have been. Let's continue in verse 5. The angel answered and said unto the women, Fear not, for I know that you seek Jesus which was crucified. Verse 6. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come and see the place where the Lord lay. He is risen. Those three words have dramatically changed the course of men and women's lives all around the world. No man prior to this has been raised from the dead in a glorified body. Sure, Jesus Christ, he raised Lazarus from the dead. But when Lazarus was raised, he was still in his mortal body and Lazarus later died. Jesus Christ, He was raised from the dead in His glorified body, His new, perfect body, never to see death again. Jesus Christ makes an eternal difference for all mankind because He has been raised from the dead. There is no other human being that has died and then been raised from the dead to live forever. Jesus Christ, He's the only one. He was God's perfect sacrifice by His obedience to do all that His Father requested and all that the law demanded in order to redeem each of us. God showed his approval of the Lord Jesus Christ's life by raising him from the dead. What an incredible moment in time for all mankind. Jesus Christ is alive today. He's seated at God's right hand in the heavens. Buddha is dead. He was never raised from the dead. He died in 483 B.C., He did not pass through thousands of existences leading up to his time here on earth. Mohammed is dead. He was never raised from the dead. He died in 632 AD. The Hindu religion claims millions of gods, none of which is a savior for mankind, none of which died and have been raised from the dead. And there are many, many other religions out there around the world that claim to have the truth. Well, Their founders, their originators, have never been raised from the dead. Jesus Christ, he stated that he was the way, the truth, and the life. He either told the truth or he lied. If he lied, then we're all just wasting our time. I believe he told the truth. Let's look at some of the records of those who saw Jesus Christ in his resurrected body. His first appearance, recording in God's word, was to Mary Magdalene. And that's in Mark chapter 16, verse 9. Now when Jesus was risen early the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary, out of whom he had cast seven devils. And then later he appeared to two disciples on the road to Emmaus. And that's in Luke 24, verse 13. And behold, two of them went that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem about three miles And they talked together of all these things which had happened. And it came to pass that while they talked together and reasoned, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were closed that they should not know him. They didn't recognize who he was. Verse 17, And Jesus said unto them, What manner of communication are these that you are having one with another as you walk, and you are sad? And one of them, whose name was Cleopas, said unto Jesus, Art thou only a stranger in Jerusalem? Don't you know the things which have come to pass here in these three days? And he said unto them, What things? And they said unto him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, which was a prophet, mighty indeed in word, before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death, and have crucified him. But we trusted that it had been he which should have redeemed Israel. And beside all this, today is the third day since these things were done. Yea, and certain women also of our company made us astonished which were early at the sepulcher. And when they found not his body, they came saying they had also seen a vision of angels, which said that he was alive. And certain of them which were with us went to the sepulcher, and they found it even so as the women had said, But Jesus they saw not. Then he said unto them, O fools, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, Jesus expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. And as they drew near unto the village where they went, he made as though he would have gone further. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to spend time with them. And it came to pass, verse 30, As he sat at meat with them, he took bread, blessed it, and brake it, and gave to them. Verse 31, And their eyes were opened, and they knew him. They recognized him as the risen Lord, the risen Jesus Christ. And then it says, he vanished out of their sight. And they said one to another, did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us by the way and while he opened to us the scriptures? What a conversation that must have been. Jesus Christ opened up the Old Testament scriptures and taught them all that pertained to him. Their heart burned within them as the scriptures were unfolded. They understood who Jesus Christ is. Doesn't your heart burn within you when you hear the truth? And it all fits, and it all makes sense. We'll return after this short break. Please be sure to visit our website, thesolutionradioshow.com.
0: John posted a comment on the Solution Radio Show website that said, Loved your teaching. This knowledge of who we are in Christ is so vitally important to us. What an amazing privilege we have to reconcile people back to our loving Father. God bless you. John is one of many listeners that we hear from here at The Solution Radio Show. If you send a donation of any amount, we will send you a copy of Volume 1, God's Magnificent Goodness. Volume 1 contains the first 14 teaching segments of The Solution Radio Show, along with discussion questions at the end of each chapter. Volume one may be used as an individual or group study guide. Help to make a difference by supporting The Solution Radio Show with your donation. Visit the thesolutionradioshow.com and click the donate button today. This is The Solution Radio Show, exploring God's solution for all mankind, for all time, Jesus Christ. With your host, Greg Backus.
1: Let's continue looking at the record of the two on the road to Emmaus, and when they returned to Jerusalem, here in Luke 24, verse 33, and they, the two, they rose up the same hour and they returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven gathered together, and them that were with them. And the eleven said, The Lord is risen indeed and has appeared to Simon Peter. And they, the two that were on the road to Emmaus, they told what things were done in the way, and how he was known of them, When they were eating and breaking of bread. Verse 36 And as they spake, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said unto them, Peace be unto you. But they were terrified and frightened, and supposed they thought they had seen a spirit. But he said unto them, Why are you troubled? And why do thoughts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet, that it is myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit has not flesh and bones, as you see me have. And when he had thus spoken, Jesus Christ showed them his hands and his feet. And while they yet believed not for joy and wondered, he said unto them, Have you anything to eat? And they gave him a piece of broiled fish and of a honeycomb, and he took it, and he did eat. And he said unto them, These are the words which I spoke unto you while I was yet with you that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. Then, verse 45, Jesus opened their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. And he said unto them, It is written, and it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all the nations beginning at Jerusalem. And you are witnesses of these things. Then, a few days later, Jesus appears again to his disciples behind closed doors, and this time Thomas is with them. This is in John chapter 20, starting in verse 24. But Thomas, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, Except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days again his disciples were within, and Thomas was with them, then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and he stood in the midst of them, and he said, Peace be unto you. Then he said to Thomas, Reach forth your finger, and behold my hands. Reach forth your hand put it into my side. Don't be faithless, believe. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are they that have not seen me and yet have believed. And many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through his name. What a tremendous record. And then also uh, in John chapter 21, Jesus appeared to seven of the disciples on the shore of the Sea of Galilee. Uh, Chapter 21, verse 1, After these things Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias, and on this wise showed he himself. When the morning was now come, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples knew not that it was Jesus. Then Jesus said unto them, Children, have you any meat? They answered him, No. And he said unto them, Cast your net on the right side of the ship, and you're going to find. They cast therefore, and it was so much multitude of fishes, that they were not able to draw it. Verse 7, Therefore that disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. Now when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he girt his fisher's coat unto him, for he was naked and did cast himself into the sea. And the others came in a little ship, for they were not far from land, but as it were two hundred cubits, dragging the net with fishes. As soon as they were come to the land, they saw a fire of coals and fish laid on it and bread. Verse 10, Jesus said unto them, Bring of the fish which you have now caught. Simon Peter went up, and he drew the net to land full of great fishes. There were one hundred and fifty-three, and for all there were so many, yet was not the net broken. Jesus said unto them, Come and dine. And none of them asked who he was, knowing that it was the Lord Jesus. This is now the third time that Jesus showed himself to his disciples after that, he was risen from the dead. And then in 1 Corinthians, we see where Jesus was seen by 500 at one time. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 6. After that, he was seen of above 500 brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain unto this present, but some are fallen asleep. Some have died. Then continuing in verse 7. After that, he was seen of James. That was his half-brother, Then, of all the apostles. Then he was seen of Paul on the road to Damascus. In verse 8, it says, And last of all, Paul says, He was seen of me also, as of one born out of due time. Jesus Christ in his resurrected body was seen of many. No other man in all the history of mankind has had such an effect to the degree that Jesus Christ has. He is God's only begotten Son, He is our Redeemer. He is our Lord and Savior. What does it mean to us today that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead almost 2,000 years ago? The great deliverance that we have available to us today is the new birth. That's what it means. What is the new birth? It's to receive the Spirit of God, which is to receive eternal life. Jesus Christ. He redeemed mankind from the clutches of the evil one in order that men and women and children could become sons of the Most High God. How does that happen? Well, in the book of Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10, it tells us. It says here that if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, that's to say, Jesus, you are Lord of my life. If you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall absolutely be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. That's it. It's no more difficult than that. If it were, we'd all fall so short. God and our Lord Jesus Christ have done all the heavy lifting. They've done all the hard work. It cost us nothing. It cost Jesus Christ his life. If you believe that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead and confess Jesus as Lord of your life with your mouth, you are born again of God's Spirit. You have received eternal life. In each of our lives, we all believe what we choose to believe. We've just read many verses regarding Jesus Christ's resurrection and his appearance to many in his resurrected body. Believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. Confess him as Lord of your life. You've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. You've been Lord of your life up till this time, and if you're honest, it probably hasn't worked out very well. Well, confess Jesus as Lord of your life. God is so very good. He's so very gracious. He's so kind. He's so loving. He loves you. He is pursuing you and desiring for you to accept His salvation through Christ. Jesus Christ is your solution. He is your deliverer. He is your Savior. He is risen, and today He sits at God's right hand. Let's close in the Gospel of John, chapter 20, verse 29. Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are they that have not seen, and yet have believed. And many other signs did Jesus in the presence of His disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through his name. He is risen.
2: But because of who you are, I am a flower quickly fading, here today and gone tomorrow, a wave tossed in the ocean, they put in the wind, still you hear me when I'm calling, Lord you catch me when I'm falling. the sea, would call out through the rain, and calm the storm in me, not because of who I am, but because of what you've done, not because of what I've done, but because of who you are. Not because of what I've done But because of who
1: Thank you for joining us on The Solution Radio Show. Be sure to visit the thesolutionradioshow.com where you may re-listen to all of our previous shows at your convenience. Uh, you can email me at greg at com. Our mailing address is The Solution, P.O. Box 9002, Naperville, Illinois 60567. Once again, that address, P.O. Box 9002, Naperville, Illinois, 60567. Have an awesome rest of your day. God bless you. In the wonderful name of Jesus Christ.
0: The Solution Radio Show archives are available at the SolutionRadioShow.com along with resources to encourage and help in your walk with God. The Solution Radio Show is supported by listeners like you. Make a donation today to join in sustaining God's work at the SolutionRadioShow.com. You've been listening to The Solution Radio Show with Greg Backus, and we thank you for joining us today. God bless you. You are God's very best.